This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a breakfast podcast. Listen live every Saturday morning from 7 till 9 on Australia's only gay and lesbian community radio station, Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. It is 26 minutes away from 9 o'clock. You're listening to Breakfast with Beck and Leanne. Please tell me what that was, Leanne. That was Texas, Scottish band. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Black Eyed Boy. Just, a, I don't know. I just like it. Yeah. There's just something about it. Plus, she's pretty damn cute. <laughs> but yeah, wouldn't... okay. Just, yeah, leading with that part. I always lead with my ears with music. Ah. ah, yeah. Try that one, Leanne. Um, <laughs> hey, we're promising it for the last hour or so. A chat with Yaz London, who is co-creator of a brand new series called Generation L. It's a reality series and it's about a group of Sydney lesbians. We're joined on the phone now. Good morning, Yaz. Hey, Beck. How are you going? I'm good. So tell us about this uh, new series, Generation L. Where it all began is, I guess, my, my little coming out story and, and my experiences when I first came out in Newtown. And, um, you know, I was a very femme lesbian coming out, um, long hair, sort of handbag, high heel wearing sort of chick. And um, my experiences were that I was sort of looked upon as, as a threat to, to lesbians, that, um, that I was just a straight girl looking for a bit of fun and, and was going to go break, break their hearts. So Bit of a day tripper. I, yeah, that's right. That's right. Which I found a really sort of ironic experience um, in in a world that was meant to be all about acceptance. Um, I was sort of a bit of an outcast. So, you know, I was I was advised by a, a couple of friends to cut my hair off and go and buy a, a pair of jeans that were, were too baggy and too big for me. Um, you know, get rid of my acrylic nails, which I had, which I loved, <laughs> and then um, and then go back to the same bar. And and when I, I had done that, um, I picked up on the first night. It was just completely weird but yeah so uh, being femme wasn't really in at the time and I guess now uh, over the years that I've been out roughly 10 years or so I've seen a really big change in the scene and a new generation of lesbians sort of come through where you can just be who you are you be label free um, you know and, it, and it's, it's it's quite empowering and that's aspirational so um, I guess we my friends and I are all sort of representative of that and I thought it was a good story to tell. Yeah, I had a similar experience back in the 90s when I came out and I would go to some Melbourne gay clubs and I would get refused entry because, um, yeah, I, I mustn't have fit the mould of lesbians. Straight, exactly. girls, straight girls did get in. I didn't wear high heels, but I didn't um, conform at all. I've always stayed in skirts and yep. um, little girly you. hair clips and makeup and stuff <laughs> like that. But it's tough, right? It is. It's really tough, you know. I, it was something that was completely unexpected for me. I know it's going to sound completely wankerish, but I guess I'd, I'd been with guys before and never had a problem, you know, um, getting the attention that I needed in a way from them. So I just it wasn't something that I thought about when I went out to the girl scene and I was just wanting to explore it. And, you know, everybody goes through that stage where they're trying to figure out if this is really who they are and it's all 
a lot of um, a lot of self-realization and and yeah, finding finding it really hard to to make friends and meet people, even not necessarily for any kind of romantic um, reasons or or anything like that. But that you, you know they were sort of afraid of you and and I guess quite. Um, They'd, they'd ignore you a lot because of just completely based on the way you looked. It's Leanne so, here, yes, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because you're the same person, regardless yeah, of whether you've got absolutely. the frock on or the jeans on. Absolutely, and I think, you know, the other thing about Generation L in bringing it up is that, you know, there is diversity and and we are in, in a day and age where we can all be ourselves, and I think that's changing, which I, I particularly love that, basically based on, on my story, so... I'm really glad that now I've developed a group of friends where everyone's accepted and, you know, you can be whoever you want to be, whatever look you want to be, um, and you're still, you know, taken seriously as yeah. a lesbian. So tell us about this group. So um, did you cast these people? No, absolutely not. It's about a real group of friends that live in the eastern suburbs in Sydney. So, you know, there's been a lot of commentary about it not being multiculturally diverse. Um, and while I, I guess we'd love to have something for everybody, what I wanted to, to make sure is that everybody knew this is a real group of friends. We didn't sort of have your, your token Aboriginal girl. You didn't have your token Asian girl. Um, it is just about my group of friends that, that happen to exist. So I guess that's where it differs from shows like The Real L Word, for example, where, you know, they're, they're typecast and, and popped in for a reason. So there um, is some diversity, though, in terms of age and look. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, we've, we've got Hoss, who's, you know, very butch, um, but, you know, complete softy on the inside. We've got Prue, who's 48. We've got Tanya, who's, I think, just turned 43 yesterday. Um, there's myself, I'm, I'm 28. Um, we've got everyone in between. So there is a bit of a um, an age difference between us all, and, and everybody's got some representation in, in terms of that. Prue's been around, you know, forever, and, and her stories about what the scene used to be like when she was a DJ back in the day are, are awesome to listen to, and that's something that we hope to bring out. And socioeconomic backgrounds, not everybody's born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Actually, I don't think any of us were. Um, you know, we've been lucky enough to be in an area where, you know, we have some fabulous beaches and we have good jobs and, you know, we're well-educated and, and that's we're really, really appreciative and lucky to, to be in that position. So, Breakfast is on Twitter. Follow her today at B-E-K-F-A-S-T. So we're talking to Yaz London here as a co-creator of a new web-based series called Generation L. You were telling us that it's about a group of your friends, real people that are coming together based out of uh, the Sydney eastern suburbs, talking about really what it's like to be a lesbian. So is it an intentional web series? The show's actually been made for television and at the moment we're, we're shopping it around to a couple of networks to uh, to see, I guess, what the interest level is. People uh, were getting great responses um, but I guess as is the nature of television, it takes a little bit of time to, I guess, negotiate these sorts of deals. With Mardi Gras here, you know, it was too good of an opportunity to mm. waste, um, you know, talking in a boardroom over, over what the show could and will be. So we've decided with Freehand Productions uh, to take uh, some cameras out and to cover the stories, I guess, that are... That, that, 
inevitably come up, come up over over the two week Mardi Gras period. So um, that's that's where the idea of the web series came about. We thought it's a great idea to get a little bit of the footage out there, generate a little bit of interest in it, see see whether there was any bites and whether you know the community really liked it, um, and I guess wider Australia. And uh, the response has been awesome. I think we're at about twenty five thousand hits on YouTube, which is which is fantastic. So there's definitely a hunger for a little bit of representation out there for us, I think. And yes, it's really high production values. Um, how many people you got working in the crew? Uh, there's two of us. Oh, no, <laughs> seriously, it's really like professional. I mean, I shouldn't sound surprised, but you know. <laughs> yeah, look, we've been we've been really really lucky that that Freehands um, allowed us, I guess, access to to all their equipment, um, and you know have. A, been such a backing behind us but really it's myself and Brooke that are, that are making it all so it's it's Brooke's creative genius my creative genius the editing and, and many 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 hours in the edit room trying to make it as perfect as we can and 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 roll them out um, as quickly as we can so I guess in essence that's also why they're a little bit shorter um, being a teaser um, they're meant to be short but with the two of us sort of doing it all plus um, doing other full-time jobs it's, it's hard to get it all together but um, yeah, no, we're really happy with it. We wanted to make something polished, something that was representative of the community, being, you know, um, well done, genuine, real, um, and I guess something that looks good. <laughs> with up to episode two, when are we expecting another episode, and how many have you got for us? We've got eight in total, and then we've also decided to put uh, little things like the starfish and the seahorse clips uh, as sort of meet the cast and get to know the girls um, uh, clips. Through, through Mardi Gras, we'll be at the parade, we'll be at the after party, and we'll also be at Gotham Bar on Oxford Street enjoying it all. We'll, we'll pop it up on, the, on YouTube and our Generation L Facebook page. Um, as to when the next one will be out. Wonderful. And you can also follow you on Twitter. It's Generation L Show on Twitter. The more followers that we get, the more hits on YouTube, the more chance of, of us getting this show. So if, if the uh, community can all get us get behind us, they've all already been so amazing. But, um, you know, one thing the, the gays can do is support each other. So that's what we need. <laughs> and the pressure's on to live an interesting, exciting life for us it all. Is. Yes, that's right. <laughs> to make sure that we have those stories to make sure everybody uh, can can have those water cooler conversations (laughs) (laughs) well yeah thank you so much for taking your time out of your Mardi Gras weekend I know it's a busy weekend to have a chat with us and please stay in contact and let us know how you're going and we will tweet from the Beckford's Twitter account and pass things on about Generation L awesome looking forward to hearing more and fingers crossed for a TV show Yes, fingers crossed. We've got to get some, some queer, queer screen time, I think. Yes, I agree. Well, thanks again, Yaz, and have a great Mardi Gras weekend. You too. Speaking there to Yaz London, who's one of the co-creators of Generation L. If you want to watch it, there's a couple of eps, there's a teaser, and there's a seahorse starfish conversation that you might have just missed us replay uh, all on YouTube. Or just follow Beckfest on Twitter, and uh, we'll have all the details there. It's good to have something local. It is, and it's exciting. Yeah. Exciting to see les- real lesbians on the telly. That's right. Hello. Thanks for listening to a Breakfast podcast. Tune in live every Saturday morning from 7 till 9 on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.